In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode 105 of the Love Life Connection. So in case you missed last week's episode, over the next four weeks, I'm doing a four-part series on the four dating energies that are keeping you out of love. So today I'm talking about dating energy number two. Last week, I talked about the first dating energy, which was the pleaser energy. So after working with over 100 clients, I found there to be four main types of dating energy that keep you out of love. So I want you to think of these energies as like archetypes. So like sex in the city archetypes, like are you the Carrie, the Miranda, the Samantha or the Charlotte? I think we've all had that conversation before and it's fun. And I think the reason why we like doing it is because it puts some tangible behaviors and actions and words behind these things that we do that we can't explain. So it just helps us to understand ourselves better and then create change as needed. Now I go a little bit more into energy and what it is and how it shows up in our life and how it can help us or hurt us. So if you haven't listened to episode 104, I highly recommend at least listening to the beginning part of that before you jump into this episode. If you feel pretty good with energy, you don't need to. However, I do recommend listening to all the all of these four podcasts so you can get a good idea of what the four main dating energies are and then kind of see what energies show up for you and where so that you can have some real tools and um and exercises to change it so that you can then change your pattern and change what's actually happening in your life um, as you date and look for love. So over the next four weeks, we did the first one last week. So we've got three more episodes to go. Each episode gets one dating energy. Last week, we talked about the pleaser. This week, we're going to talk about the poor me energy. 
Now, my main dating energy is the future tripper. And I still have to combat it, even though I'm not dating, I still have to combat it in different ways throughout my life. So it's still something that can trip me up. Um, But the poor me is a close second to my dating energy. I think future tripper is definitely number one. We're talking about that next week. So you'll know more about that energy then. But just so you know, the poor me is definitely something that I think I still struggle with. And the poor me usually shows up as a blamer and has difficulty seeing their role in any given situation. Now, I want to be clear that because I'm going to tell you to stop blaming other people or other things, that this isn't about self-blaming either. It's not about, oh, I suck, or I'm terrible at this, or what's wrong with me, because that's just blaming yourself. And blame isn't good. I don't care who you're blaming, right? It's just about taking responsibility for who you let into your life and what you've allowed to happen or not happen in your life, and then just moving forward from there. So it's just taking ownership, and that's different than self-blaming. You take the ownership and you do that rather than staying stuck in frustration or anger or, again, that blaming energy. So I want you to take a minute and consider if any of these sound like you. Do you find yourself blaming online dating? Like online dating sucks, the messaging sucks, or all the guys on there suck, (laughs) or I only get weird, creepy messages, or I get dick pics, or whatever it is. Do you find yourself blaming the media, that the media just totally ruined what real relationships are actually like, and therefore I can't be in a real you know relationship that's not based on some sort of fallacy? Do you find yourself blaming the patriarchy that men have it better as they get older when women don't have it better as they get older? And so therefore, the older you get, the more screwed you are, but men are having it better because as men age, they are deemed by our society as more sexy. And you're just going to go off of that. And then because of that, like, well, woe is me and everything sucks and screw the patriarchy. Or are you blaming your mom? Like, my mom screwed me up or she put a lot of pressure on me to do to do this or to believe that I needed a man or to believe that I didn't need a man or she was a people pleaser. So I attracted all these narcissists or control freaks or whatever it is. Do you blame time that you just don't have enough of it or you don't have any of it? Do you blame your weight or how you look that you're not pretty enough or you're not skinny enough to be attractive to someone? Do you blame yourself? I always screw everything up. I'm too much for someone. I just not lovable. I'm not good enough. Do you blame God, life, or the universe, whatever you want to call it? Like this? This is the hand I got dealt in life? Why me? Why did I get screwed over and everyone else didn't? So I could go on, right? But these are just ways that we blame other people or other things for our situations. Does that mean there's not a problem with the media or online dating or the patriarchy or your weight or anything like that? Like, no, not necessarily. But it does mean that you have the ability to take responsibility for yourself and for what your emotions are and how you choose to react to such things in your life that you don't really have control over. So I want you to take a moment to really consider if you are knowingly or unknowingly knowingly doing this. Now, I know it's gonna be more difficult to know if you're unknowingly do this, but really like look back at some of the behaviors or the conversations you've had with people or the things that you've said or the things that you felt or belief believed around these different things that you may or may not have blamed either now or in your past. And I say this because the poor me's aren't always going to self identify. 
Because remember, if you're a poor me, your tendency is to look for problems and solutions outside of yourself, that you are just a victim in this world and there's nothing that you can do. So it can be difficult to self-identify the poor me energy. And it usually does require a lot of self-awareness, but then also some humbleness to say, yeah, I do tend to blame other people or other things. And I don't take responsibility for myself or my emotions or my actions. And I just say it's someone or something else's fault. So back to the poor me, blaming yourself and others is the energy of all the energies that I talk about. It is the energy that will keep you single faster than any of the other energies and also any of these stunts pulled in the movie, how to be single. <laughs> okay, just wanted to throw that one in there. Um, and, and here's why and I don't want to scare you. But but here's why. Because and I want to use a quote from um, Brene Brown, but Brene Brown says that blame has an inverse relationship with holding someone accountable. So when you hold someone accountable, you have to be open and vulnerable. So when you blame, remember, as the blame goes up, holding someone accountable goes down. Being holding someone accountable requires you to be open and vulnerable. So when you blame, you're not being open and vulnerable, you're shutting down and effectively blocking out love and receiving love and receiving someone into your life because you're blaming someone else for how you feel or something else for how you feel or what happened or what didn't happen rather than holding them accountable or taking responsibility for yourself. So When you drop the poor me energy, you're able to take full responsibility for your emotional well-being. So what this looks like, it looks like calling someone to say, hey, it really hurt my feelings when you did X versus raging at them or about them to someone else. Or if you're not blaming a person, but you're blaming a thing like online dating, let's say, it could look like, man, that last date did not go the way I wanted it to go. But saying that while also keeping an open mind and heart about the next person you're going to meet, whether it's online or off. Now, I know that I might get a lot of pushback from the poor me's here, but I promise you that you're you're not a victim in the world of dating. And you're only a victim if you allow yourself to date or to be to be a victim. And I know that is so hard to hear. And it's a hard pill to swallow, especially if you've been dating for what feels like years and have gone on countless dates. I know. Trust me, I know I have I have been there. I have so so been there. And if you don't believe me, then go back and listen to my six part series on how I found love. I believe it starts at episode 81. So make sure you go listen to that series so that you know that I know where you are. And I know how easy it is to blame and how safe it is to blame because yeah, there are a lot of different nuances in modern dating that maybe our parents' generation or other generations didn't have to deal with. But we also have so much more opportunity than our parents didn't have. So I think that it's just all in the way that you look at it. And I also think this is so important because if you find yourself blaming a lot, again, whether it's other people or other things, there's a good chance you're allowing people into your life who treat you like crap because you're not holding them accountable to how you want to be treated. Remember, blame has an inverse relationship with holding other people 
accountable. And again, when you're not being holding others accountable, you're not actually being vulnerable with with them. And I think this is the biggest thing. And when you're not being vulnerable, you're not actually creating the space for love to exist. For love to exist, there has to be some sort of vulnerability. Otherwise, you're just kind of creating more of like a friendship or a roommate situation, right? For there to be real love, there has to be accountability, or excuse me, there has to be vulnerability. And there cannot be vulnerability if there is a lot of blaming or a lot of guard guarding. And if you're not being truly emotionally available, then the people that you attract will not be emotionally available either. And by far, the number one frustration that I hear from from my community from this community is that it is attracting emotionally unavailable men. And then when those women who have that frustration come to work with me, the biggest insight they have is that they are also actually emotionally available. Wanting a relationship logically is not the same thing as emotionally being available for the relationship. And I get this. I get how hard it is to do because blaming is so easy. I mean, all you have to do is just sit on your couch and sit there and point fingers and blame and talk shit about other people or talk about how online dating sucks or how guys suck or how this sucks or that sucks. I mean, it's easy. And and actually, there's a lot of science out there to show that that's how people bond by complaining about other things. So I get it. And it's so hard to break that trap. And this is something that I'm working in my life every single day to not just sit there and complain about things. I'm not complaining about dating anymore. But you give me five minutes, I can fill your ear with a lot of things I'd want to complain about. But I but I have to really try hard not to do that because I know that it's not going to get me anywhere. And it's certainly not going to create a the romantic partnership that I want or the friendships that I want in my life or the relationship that I want with myself. Um, so it's a lot of work. And blaming is something that every single person has on this planet has done just because you've blamed before does not mean that you are the poor me energy. I'm just looking to see if this is like your dominant energy, right? And if you do find yourself blaming a lot, or you do find that the poor me energy is your dominant energy, I want to remind you that this is not an opportunity to get mad at yourself, i.e. blame, right? We're not blaming anyone. We're not blaming other people. We're not blaming yourself either. But it is an opportunity to build self-awareness so that you can own the moment that you're in. Because there's so much power in owning the moment that we're in, because that means you get to choose the next moment and the moment after that and the moment after that. And there's so much freedom and power that we can get from that. We can take our power back from these things and these people that we were giving our power to, which is effectively what we do when we blame. So I want to use an example from yoga and how this shows up in my life. And I know that this is a yoga example and not a dating example, but I wanted to give you just a really simple example of how you can really create your own prophecy when you are letting the blame or the anger or the frustration really take over. In yoga, there's the idea of saucha, which is a Sanskrit word, and it roughly translates to cleanliness or purity. And in the most basic of senses, saucha refers to cleaning your body and the space that you're in. But it can also refer to purity of thought. And this is important because your thoughts create your reality. So think about it. When you believe you're not interested in anyone or no one's ever interested in you, how do you show up? When you think the guy that you're on a date with or the guy that you're talking to online will be just like all the others, how do you show up? 
What if you didn't have that thought? What would you do differently? And how would you show up differently? What if you had dating amnesia and you approached each date on a completely clean slate? I think your life would change. I mean, your life would change, but also just your love life would change. The the dates you go on, the people who you're attracted to, who who are attracted to you and how you just show up for those people would completely, completely change. So taking responsibility for some less desirable situations and relationships in your life can be emotionally a lot. So depending on your situation, that might not be the place to start. But yoga, like I, the example I'm going to give in a moment, is a really great place because it can show how taking responsibility for your thoughts and your emotions can really change and predict the outcome. So going off of Salcha, purity of thought, here's one example of when I did not have Salcha or was not practicing Salcha in my yoga practice. So for most of you, you know that I am a yoga teacher. And this is where my poor me energy shows up. Because sometimes I won't lie, I go to a teacher's yoga class, and I totally judge on how she's sequencing her class. I'm like, oh, she's doing that pose before this pose, that doesn't make any sense. Or that is not logical sequencing, or I would have not done that way. And I'm sitting there just judging everything that she's doing. And then all I can conclude is, oh, bad sequencing. She's totally ruining my class. Ugh. And then I just get so frustrated. Or, you know, maybe that's happening. And then I'm in maybe a restorative class and the guy next to me just keeps snoring or he's snoring during Shavasana. And I just get so pissed off that he's disrupting my meditation. And now I can't truly relax because I have a guy next to me and he's snoring. And there were times where I would get so frustrated, like literally steam would almost start coming out of my ears. But the truth is that the truth is, is that by saying my yoga teacher was bad because her sequencing was quote unquote bad, or the guy next to me was snoring and he was disrupting my meditation, who's really losing here? I was the one having a shitty yoga class, not them. I'm pretty sure the guy was having a great time in his yoga class. And I'm sure the teacher was really enjoying the work that she's doing in the world. So I was creating my own prophecy by saying she's ruining my yoga class, but I was the one ruining my yoga class because of I wouldn't take responsibility for my own thoughts. And I was allowing her to dictate how I was going to feel and react in a class. So talk about a big lesson here. So this is the poor me energy. And I'd love to hear from you on Instagram if you are a poor me. Who do you blame? Or where can you take more responsibility for your own happiness? And in case you missed it, I'm excited to announce that I'm hosting a totally free workshop on changing your dating pattern. So this workshop is called Uncover Your Dating Patterns, Discover a Simple Yet Powerful Approach to Get Unstuck and Finally Find Love. So whether your dating pattern is the poor me, or whether your dating pattern is not dating at all, or it's attracting nice guys, but being unable to receive the love, or always being attracted to the bad guys, going back and forth to your ex, attracting narcissists, no matter what it is, doesn't matter what your dating pattern is, I want you to join us in the workshop so that I can help you put some language and some and some very tangible 
realities behind your dating pattern so that you can have the tools and the awareness then to begin to change it in your life so that you can have a new pattern and ultimately a new reality to call in love. So this is not a workshop where I'm just going to talk at you giving you even more info to chew on. But we're actually going to do an incredibly powerful exercise together. Um, You can get my feedback live while you're doing the work. And you can ask me questions, get coaching in case you get stuck or confused. So this is very much a hands on workshop for women who are ready to roll up their sleeves and actually do some work and not just sit there and psychoanalyze themselves by reading yet another dating advice book. So if that sounds like you, then I would love to have you join us. It's totally free. And I seriously cannot wait to personally support you and creating a new dating pattern in 2018. So to join us, all you have to do is head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop to sign up. And again, it's totally free. And I truly believe it's going to be life-changing and give you that awareness and those tools to have some implementation in your life so that you can have some real change and not just sit there and psychoanalyze yourself to death. All right, we've got two more episodes in this four-part series of the four dating energies keeping you out of love. The Future Trippers, I am coming at you next week and I will see you then. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember, Remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.